tucked in. Cause you are now in bed with Dr. Sue. Hello everybody, welcome to In Bed with Dr. Sue. I'm your host, Sue Storm, and this is a very special edition of In Bed that I'm bringing you tonight. Obviously this wasn't a scheduled one, we kind of threw this together at the last minute. Um, that's because of a couple of incidents that were brought to the attention of myself and a couple of ladies recently that prompted us to look at this entire subject of adult industry safety. Um, we do this every couple of years in some way, shape, or form because it comes up and it, and it needs to be readdressed because it's not just the fact that you should be aware things change, technology changes. There are things that you know, become archaic. There are things that come up that change, and you guys need to stay on top of this stuff. Even if you're looking at it from a monetary standpoint, okay, keep an eye on your safety. It's not just physical safety. If you're not keeping an eye on the ball, your entire business can go for a, for a fuck. So in the past, um, I brought you shows on things like psychopathy, and how to handle a situation when you're dealing with a psycho or sociopath. One of the stories is going to come from a show that I had to delete due to the safety of the lady who was on the show. Um, She has since left the business, and I'm going to be telling you about her. I'm not obviously going to be using names or anything. Um, And we also have a few more stories that you need to learn from. If you have a story of your own that you think others can learn from, please give us a call, 657-383-0031. We'll be happy to put you on the air anonymously if you want. Um, so what I'm going to do to get the ball rolling with a couple of I'm, – I'm going to tell you a couple of stories that I have. Then we're going to bring in Corey Siren, who is my guest tonight, and she has some more stories as well. And we're, don't worry, we don't want you to think we're just going to sit here telling you horror stories, even though it's fun for me, but I just like telling horror stories. Anyways, we're not going to leave you. We're going to make sure that you guys have definitive answers. We're not just going to scare the crap out of you and go, good luck. You're going to get some definitive answers on how to deal with things and how to you know, keep yourself safe, obviously. So um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a quick break. I want you to grab some wine, I want you to grab a snack, roll a joint, grab your blankie, whatever you want to do, settle in, because it's Horror Story Night on In Bed. Yay! Hopefully you'll learn a lot, though. We will be right back after this. Well, come on. Let's see it. Drop your pants. Show us what you have to offer. (laughs) Isn't that all? At RateMyTinyPenis.com, your pindic will be seen by hundreds of unique visitors each day all of whom have the ability to rate your tiny member and leave a comment to tell you exactly what they think of it. Can you imagine the humiliation and exposure you'll experience? Well, why just imagine it when you can make it a reality? And the best part? Everything is 100% free. You're welcome, shrimp dick. Now go on over to Rate My Tiny Penis right now and submit us your most pitiful, disgusting dick pic for all the world to see. Are you ready to drop down to your knees at the feet of an alluring and sensual goddess? Do you dream, do you dream, dream dominated, dream dominated by, a by a powerful dominant? 
the domino that will take control of your secret desires and fetishes. Would you like to experience deep entrancement? If you have answered yes to any of these questions, visit me, Goddess B. Leah, at www.dominabrandelia.com or visit my other media portals designed to titillate the senses at hypnoticlear on Twitter. So sensually hypnotic, you can feel it already. already. So sensually hypnotic, you can feel This message is for Flirts on Night Flirt who would like to have exclusively designed listings but don't know how to code. My name is Robin Wildheart and I've been active on Night Flirt since 2008. Back when I started, I didn't know anyone who did coding for flirts, so I learned how to do it myself. Now I provide a service that does all the coding for you. Just send me a message and I'll explain how easy and affordable it is to get all your coding done for you. Stop worrying and get fast, friendly service. Satisfaction guaranteed. You won't make any payments until you're completely satisfied with how your listing looks. Get in touch with Robin Wildheart on Nightflirt, Twitter, or FetLife. The sooner you send me that message, the sooner you'll get that attention-grabbing listing. Perfection does exist, and my name is Mistress Kiara. I've been a professional dominatrix for over 12 years, so I know all of the right buttons to push to make you melt for me. I'm well known for my love of blackmail, hypnosis, and financial domination, but my other favorite fetishes include foot worship, impact play of any kind, specification and feminization, anal training, bondage, Humiliation, including small penis humiliation, cock and ball torture, forced intoxication, chastity and key holding, tease and denial, and fetish wrestling and boxing. Serve me in person in the Ann Arbor, Michigan area, or on my website, mrskiarasdungeon.com, where I offer phone, cam, and instant messaging sessions, as well as over 100 clips for you to purchase. What are you waiting for? And we're back. Okay. Um, I, like I said, I'm going to tell you a couple of stories, so curl up and get cozy. We're going to start off, I think one of the things that I always had going for me was a paranoid father. I grew up in a very dysfunctional household, and my old man was constantly running from something, cops, whatever. So... Although he was paranoid, the stuff that he taught me still to this day serves me very, very well. And a lot of it has to do with keeping yourself anonymous as much as you can. In this particular world that we live in now, um, everyone shares everything. I mean, my God. People are even sharing what they eat. What they, I mean, seriously, when was the last time you went out for dinner and everybody's taking pictures of their food? I mean, really? We share everything, and it's foolish as hell. 
if my dad was still alive now, trust me, he would just be losing his mind because he's like, you people are nuts. You have to be very, very careful with your personal life when it comes to doing any kind of adult industry work. You have to safeguard your personal life, which is the reason why I want you guys to always use a pseudonym. Use a different name. And let me tell you why, part of why. The one thing the old man taught me was you don't ever, if you can, don't let anybody know your business. So in this world that we live in, which is kind of hard to do because everyone's sharing everything, try to be the opposite of what everyone is. Share the shit out of your business life. Keep your private life private. Don't mix them. It's dangerous to do that, and you'll find out why. Um, recently, I shouldn't say recently, it was a couple of years ago, there was a huge blow-up on Twitter with a particular um, domino who completely ham on a lot of people. Some of you may know who I'm referring to, or, or you'll pick up as I'm going along on who it was. She's still out there. And, and you know what? I'm going to tell you something. Despite what I went through with this woman, she taught me a lot. Um, anyway, suffice it to say, she didn't like an article I wrote. And she went bananas. Now, this particular woman um, is very good at riling people up. She's super, super good at bringing up a whole bunch of stuff that will freak people out. So, and she's like, she, what she'll do is she does what's called doxing. If those of you who don't know what doxing is, doxing is going into someone's public records, trying to dig shit up on you, trying to find anything that they can to hang up on you. Now, what she would do is she was doxing people and she was throwing this up on her website she actually had and this is going to tip most of you off she had a burn book um and in the burn book there was the people that she felt were doing things wrong so in other words there was a lot of racial play that she didn't agree with that's fine you know she has a right to to have those feelings but she took it too far and decided she was going to um quote unquote dox people now here is why I tell you guys you have to be very careful. Some of the people she doxed had backgrounds that you didn't want to know about. You've got people who have, um, what am I thinking of? Police records, okay? You've got anything that you've done in your past that is public record can be found about you. And she was very, very quick at putting it up. And, and she, I mean, she, she's good. I will give her that. Darling, to this day, I will tell you, you are one of the best at finding shit out about people. She really is. And she would put all the information up, and it was mostly to do with racial stuff. Um, in other words, like the, the doms who are doing racial play or doing racial clips and racial humiliation, because she wasn't down with it. So she was doing things like digging up into 
people's pasts and putting up mug shots, putting up um, police records, putting up everything she possibly could about people that she didn't agree with. Now, why I'm telling you this is she doxed me. The only thing she was able to find on me was my real last name. Storm is not my real last name. It's a nom de plume, as everyone else has, okay? I just didn't realize when I took it. I t- I've had Susan Storm has been around for literally decades. I've been running under that name for a long time. <laughs> and when I originally, it was actually the last name was given to me. It's, it's kind of weird. It was a spiritual thing with a, um, a like, shaman who gave me that name. Anyway. So I adopted it. I had no freaking clue that um, there was a comic book character. Like, I didn't realize that. Anyway, so that's why I get crossed over with that all the time. But anyways, all she found was my last, real last name. Why? Because I cover myself. I don't let anything out there. I don't put anything out there. I don't even have a Facebook account under my real last name, which – I don't really care. I mean, you have my real last name. It's my married name. That's why I don't go by it, because I don't like the guy. <laughs> Anyways, um, but that's that literally all she found was my last name. Big deal. You've got to be very careful, because if it's not psycho um, clients, you've got psycho other people out there that want to take you down. You have to remember that although there are many people out there who go on and on and on and on about the femdom sisterhood, I'm sorry, I still to this day will tell you that it's a load of crap. We should support each other. We should take care of one another, but we don't. We shit on each other, and we shouldn't. But it's part of competition, it's part of doing business, and it's part of dealing with human beings. You're going to piss someone off. I will guarantee it in your career. You will piss someone off. Just get ready for it. So you want to make sure that your background is airtight. If you have something, that, say, for example, you have a um, police record, and you don't want people to know about it, don't get into this work. Just don't do it. Get into this work if you at some point may run into someone, get married, and go, well, I've decided I don't want to do this anymore, so let's just make it all go away, because it doesn't go away. None of it goes away. You have to be intensely careful of your private life, and you don't want the two to mix. Now, before I get into this lady's, when I was telling you about the the girl who um, had a show up, um, really quickly, though another story that I have very quickly was brought to me by brought to me by Mean Lady Madison, and it's a story of that was another one that came up on Twitter when we were going over everything, a, a story of a woman who was married, and this is local to her. So, and I mean literally, this is within the past couple of weeks. That's how recent this is. Um, this woman had been doing cam work and she didn't tell her husband and subsequently she's dead now he killed her because of what she was doing you can't lead a double life you guys it's stupid 
if you try to lead a double life, it will come back to bite you in the ass. Once shit is on the internet, it is there forever. Keep that in mind. Forever. You can't take it back. It's going to be there. So you can't go, well, okay, I've decided later on down the road that I'm not going to do this anymore, so let's make it all go away. It doesn't go away, you guys. It just doesn't. Now, where you have to be careful with, and we'll get into this story, um, this particular young lady was working as a dom. She was a very savvy technical woman. She was very, very good on the Internet. And she ended up with a client who spun out of control. And what you guys need to also remember is that we are dealing with a worldwide epidemic of mental health issues. And it's getting worse. It's not getting better. It's getting worse because they're not being addressed. You have to remember that there are people out there who are mentally unstable And you have no control over that. What happened to her was this guy ended up making her life a complete living hell. He followed her, literally drove across the country. And as he was driving across the country to her private residence, which he found out, don't know how, but he found everything out about her. And he starts driving across the country. Now, as he's messaging her, she has the ability, because she was technically savvy, to keep an eye on the IP addresses to see where he was each time he messaged. And she was literally watching him drive across the country towards her. So she's obviously freaking out. Now, what ends up happening is he ends up getting into her neighborhood and he creates flyers. On the flyers are all of her personal information, informing everyone in her neighborhood, which he went around and put in all the mailboxes, all about what she did for a living. All of her information, her website, everything. This is who you're living near, this sort of stuff. Then he started going on saying that he was going to kill her. The problem was when she went to the police, and this is an issue that we have to deal with. When you work in this industry, police don't care. They literally don't care. I'd love to say they do, but they don't. They figure, well, this is what you chose. You're on your own. So, Even though they could see what was going on, she literally brought them mountains of evidence. It really got brushed under the carpet, and they didn't help her. Now, I honestly, I'll be honest with you, I cannot remember how the guy ended up buggering off. I think a cop ended up finding him and talking to him because he would, like, drive through her neighborhood and stuff. Anyways, suffice it to say, she is now out of the business and wanted everything cleaned up as best as she could to try and salvage what was left of her life. This is the kind of mental instability that you're dealing with. And you need to be very, 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 very careful. 
Anyways, um, I'm going to quickly go off to some more messages, and when we come back, we're going to have Corey Siren here. Woohoo! And she's pretty, she's pretty peeved about this subject. So yay, Corey's back on the air, and we will be right back. I am Siren Reina. I am a certified and trained hypnotist. This means that I embed all of my recordings with legitimate hypnotic commands. Now, role-playing can be fun, and I enjoy a good story as much as the next person. But if you really want to please me, you will hand me over the keys to your mind and let me do what I do so well. Leave little triggers, leave little thoughts, leave little hauntings, and make you question your reality. How much of it is you? How much of it is me? How much of it do you want to be me? You want to hand me your mind, don't you? You want to let go, feel free, have fun, and relax. That's right. Hand me the keys to your mind and let yourself be my hypnotic pet. That's right. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at Siren Reina. S-Y-R-E-N-R-A-Y-N-A Enjoy being addicted. You fool. I know what you did. Proof. I have pictures and I have all of your information. You're going to pay me or everyone's going to know. Think you can handle real blackmail from a real blackmail mistress? Go to www.blackmailfetish.com and find out. I know I'll see you there. And so will everyone else unless you keep me happy. You don't have the balls. <laughs> Whether you'd like to explore the idea of becoming a phone sex operator or are looking to begin or even expand your independent phone sex business, Lynn of Phone Sex Secrets can help. Phone Sex Secrets offers help and advice for PSOs, including articles on everything from Phone Sex 101 and industry news, to marketing, to how to build your business. White papers are available for purchase and immediate download, including the exclusive Phone Sex Secrets caller survey results, in which nearly 5,000 paying phone sex clients answer questions designed to help you drive your business. Personalized consultation services are also available. Lynn has been featured on Chicago's WGN Radio, ABC's Good Morning America, and elsewhere. She's ready to stand behind you and teach you how to become a phone sex superhero. You can find Lynn on Twitter at Phone Sex Secrets. That's at Phone Sex Secrets. And her website is PhoneSexSecrets.info. Again, that's PhoneSexSecrets.info. I hear you're looking for a good mind fuck. That's my specialty. I love twisting and turning boys and wrapping them around my little finger. What I do is 
I take time to get to know you on a level that you may not have experienced before. At first it's subtle, and then we get a little deeper and a little darker. I get under your skin and I get in your head, and before you know it, you're craving me. You're craving the things that I offer you on a level that has begun to keep you awake at night. I know it's a little scary. Who am I? <laughs> I'm glad you asked. I'm Mistress Peyton. Peyton will break you? The sensual domination mistress, and you? You can find me at sensualdominationmistress.com. Talk soon, naughty one. What up, y'all? This is K2 Kaki. You're in bed with Dr. Sue. Check out my latest mixtape, The Awful Truth, at cockavelli.bandcamp.com. That's cockavelli with one L. Yeah, we love you, Cocky. You guys got to pick up Cocky's The Awful Truth. It's so good. Um, We are back. I am back. We. There's nobody here with me. I'm back. However, that's going to change in about two seconds because I am going to be bringing you right now the amazing, the wonderful Corey Siren, who is finally back on the air. Yay! Go, Corey. (laughs) Thank you for being here, darling. Thank you for having me. Oh, my goodness. I'm very excited to be here. So let me tell you, we kind of tripped over a couple of things on Twitter, which is what started this we discussion did. again. What was it? That, what was the first one that, like that that we noticed, that you noticed, and then retweeted, and then I found it. Right. So there's there's this um, there's this Twitter account called Life of a Cam Girl at Cam Girl BB, um, and you can basically go there and anonymously, you know, except to the person who runs the account ask these questions, you know, to fellow models, to fellow members, such like that, and get, get answers from everyone. And this particular question was, what programs can I use to delete all photos and videos from the Internet with me when I decide to leave the webcam? Well, that was a harsh truth. And there were some not-so-nice things said in response to this, um, there was, you like know, what? there was a I lot of... Notice the, I did, honestly didn't notice the um, oh, gosh. responses. What was it? There, you know, there was a lot of, like, you know, there were a lot of members, like, nitpicking, like, you know, telling her to delete, you know, files from her computer um, that oh, would essentially God. shut her computer down. And I'm like, really? What the fuck? <laughs> um, and there were, you know, some girls bashing her. And, you know, no one knows who she is, but still, from afar, you know, when you know that you're the one who posted that and you see those responses, you're like, God, everybody must think I'm a dumbass. But it's really a legitimate question. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of a lot of fellow industry world, like you said, in the, in the dom world, in the sex world, we're supposed to work together and be a team. And we, we shit on each other. Um and there were a lot of people who shit on this post. Um, but then there were, you know, a lot of girls who gave her tips and things like that and um, talked about, like, the Streisand effect, um, if anybody knows what that is. Um, and so I decided to retweet it. Um, 
and let people know you, that you need to do your homework before you come into this industry. Because, you know, there's places you can go to get videos removed. Um, there's places you can go to get photos removed. Um, but once you're out there, at least one guy or one girl has everything you've ever done downloaded. You create fans when you come into this world. So even mm-hmm. if you think, okay, whew, everything's off the Internet, I'm good, let's move on in life, you're not. Because as soon as you leave, those things are going to become more wanted. Well, I can't find this girl anymore. Has anybody ever been on 4chan? You know what I'm saying? You know, mm-hmm. I can't find this girl anymore. Well, do you have any pictures? Do you have any videos? And then it just gets put out there like wildfire. And it doesn't stop. Once you put something on the Internet, it's there forever. Even 20 years later, when you go to apply to be a teacher, they might find some porn you did when you were 19 because you had an interesting weekend and you wanted to throw some porn up somewhere. So before you you put something on the Internet, you have to know that it stays there forever. And ever, and ever, because you can't run from it. You can't get away from it. So before you get into doing this business, if you're thinking of doing anything in this business, and I know, hold on, there's a lot of women out there who are probably thinking, well, as a dom, I'm the one in control. As a dom, that's not going to happen to me. It will. As a dom, I'm not a sex worker. There you go. That's classic right there. Yeah, We're not sex the big workers. One. I'm not a Bullshit. sex worker. I'm a dom. Oh, honey. <laughs> if it were only that simple. Mm. No, you're, you if are a sex were. worker. I'm sorry, guys. It, I realize there's a bone of contention for some people. There's actually, not that long ago, there was a big, huge controversy over it, and everybody was arguing about it, and it's just... It, oh, yeah. <sighs> You don't have to have sex with people to be a sex worker. As a psychologist, I'm a sex worker because I work in the sex industry. Hello. Use your right. head. Exactly. <laughs> and and it's you not, can't... you know, it's not bad to have that label. Yeah. It's, no, you know, it's an I umbrella think... term. Here's the thing. If you have an issue with that label, get out of this business right Period. now. Because that means you have shame in your game. And if you've got shame in your game, you shouldn't be doing this. Because that tells me that there's something going on. That's something underlying going on. And you're never going to get to where on. you want to go. Nope. Better, if you think at some point down the road that you're going to change your mind, don't do it. Just don't do it. Don't get into this industry. It's that simple. Think before you jump. Yep. Again, because you can't get anything back. You can't. Once it's out there, it's out there. Now, in the chat room, Paul Brunson was was just saying that Mm. the guy that I was talking about, the man can't have been stable. Well, that's the whole point, Paul. (laughs) He wasn't stable. He was definitely not stable. And that's my point. When you are looking at someone, even if you're doing a real-time session and you've got someone right in front of you, whether you're, I mean, hell, you could be an escort. Yeah, I don't care who it is. You don't know what's going on in their head. You don't. So, you, and of if course, you, like, the man was dude, mentally ever, unstable, but she didn't know that at the beginning. You don't right. know that when you're just talking to someone. And if anybody, who, if anybody you know, watches cable a lot, watch and especially if you're a sex worker, 
watch Investigation Discovery for a day. Let me tell you how much my <laughs> so dad, true. literally, so let true. me tell you how much my dad is into this show, Snapped, and literally yeah. people <laughs> fly off the handle. Sue, if you've never watched it, oh, my God. My dad would come up to me snapped. and be I like, watched that this channel. person's going to get murdered because of this reason. And then I'm like, you just need to calm down. You're watching too much TV. But really, <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's so real. And you're like, you're thinking, you know, like, that's never going to happen to me. Honey, mm-hmm. let me tell you, if you're in this industry and you've got a Facebook now, Facebook has facial recognition to the T now. Mm-hmm. And that's something we could probably get into later. But watch ID for a day. Watch, you know, binge watch a series of snapped. And you'll see yep. that people snap for no good reason. Well, you don't have, here's the thing. When we look at mental illness, you don't have to have a good reason to snap. Mm-hmm. And you don't know where someone is. They could be hovering on their line. If they're hovering on their line and you somehow or another push them over that line, that's all it takes. And as Corey and I were discussing exactly. before the show, this world is very in an a, a epidemic of mental health issues. Mm-hmm. And we were talking I personally. It's, I think it's, it's in the like food. Everyone has one. It, it is, and, I and like I said, I think really. it's in the food. I think something's going on that way. That's a different show. But the point is, you don't know who you're dealing with, and because we have an enormously large amount of mental instability, plus in the United States, I don't have to deal with that so much here, but it's starting to go that way. You guys got a gun issue. Yeah, You guys have an, a yep. bigger issue than any of us in the entire freaking world other than the United States. And if I were working in the United States, as most of you guys are, mm-hmm. I'd be a little worried. Simply it's because scary. of the number of guns. You guys have to be very, very, very careful with who you're dealing with. What there, you know, you, you kind of have to almost, I would suggest, if you're getting into domination, can I just suggest take a Psych 101? It's going to help you deal mm-hmm. with your clients. Don't you, do you agree? Because, I mean, you've done it, right? I, like, I com- yeah, yeah, I completely, yeah, I went to college for psychology. Exactly. And so, I mean, just, just taking Psych 101, you know, will get you, will get you that groundwork, you know. And, I mean, whether you're taking it to fuck with people's heads, which is a great thing to do when you're a dom, or whether you're taking it to understand your clients, do it. I, it'll be the best money you've ever invested. Absolutely. Because even, even though small amount – now, granted, we were also just discussing the fact that the entire education system, as far as mental health is concerned, <laughs> is beyond archaic, okay? It doesn't matter. That small amount of knowledge is going to go a long way when you're dealing with clients. My suggestion would be to do that. And Paul just said, sorry, he meant the can't have been stable was the remark about the guy who killed his wife. He killed his wife because of what she was doing. Obviously, he probably had issues as far as not trusting her and whatever right. else. And, and so, okay, so if he's, if he's going to be, say her husband was even slightly um, paranoid and was, thinking something was going on. Because let's face it, you guys, when you're trying to live a dual life, there's not a lot of people that do it well. 
I'm if you sorry, but I can't do that. That sounds fly. like a lot of work. Oh, my God. I was actually discussing that with a client today. He goes, That's the, one, the reason why I don't bother with escorts or anything else anymore is because the amount of work it takes to basically create a dual life in order to have fun without screwing up your family. Because, right. I mean, you've got to have separate emails. You've got to, it's almost this, for the client, it's almost the same thing. Because you have to, like, and I, you've, everybody's got to be careful. Because, I'm sorry, I there's a lot of like mentally unstable doms. Yeah, I, I was going to say, there's a lot of mentally unstable doms. Right, and I feel like submissives have that problem, too. You know, like, they, they seek out escorts or they seek out doms, and a lot of people, you know, live a double life. It's like, oh, well, you know, you're my mistress because my girlfriend can't handle this shit. Like, how hard, like... You know, it's it's a common thing on Twitter now. Like, uh, like you know, all doms hate men. Like, it's a, it's a you know big fuck you pay me thing. But and which is horrible. Don't do that. But it is, like don't go I, there. I that's a separate like, show, right? Don't just yeah. <laughs> um, that's a whole nother. Anyway, um, but I I feel like it has to be hard for submissives too. You know, who are in a relationship and they're just like my girlfriend, my boyfriend, my whoever won't do this. Like, how hard must that be? It is, it, and, and it is difficult. It's difficult for them to be able to do that. And, and the other thing is you've got to remember as a submissive, you're also in a position of, um, because you are in subspace, you have to remember that mm. this, this person who is in front of you right now, who has entrusted their being to you, is not in a mental state to be able to handle, you know, a quick change. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you can't. Right. This poor person is trying to please you. If he's with a mentally unstable dom, and like I said, there's a lot. Sorry, guys, but there is. There because is. everybody, the problem is, not that long ago, all of this went mainstream. It started hitting the tabloids. It started hitting all the online salon.com and HuffPo and everything. That's right. the reason why you have such a huge influx of thin doms and this fuck you pay me bullshit. And it's bleeding over into other fetishes as well. So our unquote have the doms. Well, this is the thing, is that you're looking at a whole mass of women who have come into this who it's for some reason yeah. think it is man hating. If you hate men, can I just make this suggestion? Don't get into sex work. What the hell are Mm-mm. you doing? If you hate men, and you're, you think that being a dominatrix is just smacking men around, don't do this. Please, you don't know what you're doing. You don't even have a clue. It's so much more. And the girls, you know, they may see, they may see girls, you know, that are getting money hand over fist for doing just that. But yep. that's what you see on the outside. Or a new dom got lucky. It's not what it's about at all. And it's hard work. So don't forget that either. So you had other stories, didn't you? I thought you did. I do. There's there's lots okay. of things. Scary. There's stories. lots of things. You know, once you you know, once you put it on the internet and then like the whole the whole Facebook thing. Like it used to be like my my whole thing for people that would come to me and they're like, you know, you inspired me to get in here, however I need to ask you some questions. I'm like, Okay, let's hear it. Come up. And I'm like, you know, the biggest thing that I tell people is don't use the same photos on your Facebook that you use for your sex work because people will put it in Google image search and like that, you're found. 
Okay, so let's. And now, for those of you, because there's a Facebook lot of people who don't know this stuff, Corey. So let's back up a minute. Let me just tell you about Google Image Search. Because yes. some people don't know about that. It's you can scary. do a reverse image lookup. So I can take a photo, say on Facebook or, or one of the DOM photos, and you can mm -hmm. put it into a reverse lookup with Google. And Google's going to show you all the other photos that match that and where they are and where they're sitting and where they belong and whatever. So it's sometimes a way for you to see if someone's bought their content, blah, blah, blah. I mean, if you're really that into what, like, really don't even bother if you're getting into, like, really, if you're doing a reverse image lookup, then you shouldn't even be doing phone sex, but whatever. Well, Anyways, if you're that paranoid, I'm just saying, like, if you're, if you're cross-checking all your Dom's photos, like, get over yourself. But the point is you can literally take anything that is a picture and find anything you want. Now, that's got nothing. Now, we're not even talking metadata because each right. photo has metadata. And that actually has GPS information that will tell you where that photo was taken. Down to the so, street where you live. That's right. Or wherever you, you got to do is GPS a bit and you like, go to a coordinates. Right, coordinates. Yep. So you and to, this is the kind of stuff you've got to be careful with. If you're going to put out a photo, make sure you're stripping it first. That's removing the metadata. There's ways that you can. There's plenty of places online that you can strip your photos. And that's and that's another thing that I wanted to talk about was, um, you know, what if someone does find out your real information? You're like, oh shit, this person found my Facebook. Now I have a Facebook. I have everything set to private. If you find out my last name, I don't give a damn. Find out. I don't care. But I set everything on my Facebook to private, and I make sure that everything is really, is just really tight. But there's also, you know, a lot of models. This was, this was more popular when I first started versus seven years later. Um, mm -hmm. But a lot, of, a lot of models like to give out their phone number, and that would be their real phone number. And oh I did God. that. And I, I did that, and I learned the hard way about a couple of years ago. I probably shouldn't do that um, mm -hmm. because they can just put your phone number in Google, and bam, all of your public records show up. And yep. that will give them the last three addresses that you've been at, your parents' name, your second cousin twice removed. It gives them everything. And, you know, sometimes they have to pay for it, and some guys don't mind paying for it. But the cool thing was, and I, this is one of my stories, I got harassed um, on my cell phone. I don't know what the hell I was doing. But I started, there was this creepy guy uh, from Sex Panthers that I, that I sold my number to. Um, and then I, I really feel like it was this guy. But someone started texting me from this number that I have no idea who it was. And they're like, you know, do you still do this? Do you live at this address? Can I come hang out with you? I'm down the street at such and such place. And these were places that were right down the street from my house. And I'm like, who the fuck are you? And it was really scary. And I went to my friend and I'm like, look, I'm like the reason she, and I'm like, Google my phone number. And she found all of these public records. You can get those public records taken down. And it only takes like, sometimes it's instant. The longest it ever took to get any of my public records taken down was 48 hours. And it really mm -hmm. helped. 
So, like, if you're in a stalker situation, take your public records down. All you have to do is email the site, confirm who you are. They may want your ID. That's fine. And get those public records taken down because that's less that people can find out about you. It's like, oh, well, you know, what if somebody real in real life wants to Google me? I, contact them somehow, somewhere else. You know, you can get all that stuff taken down unless you've been to jail. Then obviously you can't get that taken down, and that's your fault. But still. There you go. Well, Robin brought up, um, as sex Robin, workers, this yeah. is in the chat room, as sex workers, I believe living a double life is necessary. I, I think you're absolutely right, Robin. I, I, you have to. Like I said, you, you almost need a separate persona. It doesn't mean that you – Persona. That I think that it's persona, persona isn't double you. life. Yeah. What I, when, when I was discussing double life before, I meant you're, for especially a client to have to live a double life and have this whole mm-hmm. – you know, in order to play, you have this whole second life. No, as a sex worker, you should have two lives. You, you should keep your private life private and your business life business. And right. like I said, change Which your Which is hard. Change for a lot and of use models. a burner yeah. phone. So in that case, you needed a burner phone. You need, you need a well, separate did, yeah. phone for that. You need Google Voice. You need a separate phone. You know, you need Google Voice on a separate phone. You know, have your business phone and have your private phone. You watch these movies and people pull 16 cell phones out of their bag. Why do you think that is? They've got one for this business, one for this business. This one's for emergencies. This one's for family. There you go. So for those of you who can't get Google Voice like me, I'm raising my hand. um, We're not allowed to have Google Voice up here. You are going to have to get a separate phone. Oh, dude, seriously, right. Canada doesn't allow anything. It would, just don't go there. Oh, my gosh. Um, that sucks. Like, I can't get Hulu. I can't, I can't get anything. Like, it's, like, it sucks up here. Oh, my Anyways, God. But Why? The point is, <laughs> my Amazon Prime doesn't even give me Amazon streaming. So I'm canceling my it's, Canadian it's residence application <laughs> right now. But it's a lot calmer and there's less guns. <laughs> true. You've got to take one with the other, right? It's, yeah. But if you don't. So if you're, if you're in another country, you're simply doing, obviously, you've got to go with whatever you have within your country. So if you, if you don't have Google Voice, well, okay, that's cool. Then get yourself a separate phone. Um, mm-hmm. Especially if, if you can't WhatsApp. afford it, what are you going to do? You know, like, it's almost, it, it, I would what? say at this point in, in the world, you've got to do it. You're going right. to have to spend a bit of money to get your business going. And WhatsApp is also a popular thing. People have to have your real number for WhatsApp. And if you're like, okay, I'm going to make a WhatsApp and it's going to be my porn name and your family doesn't know that you do porn, if you have them in your contacts and they have WhatsApp, they can add you. Yep. And you can can search it by number. Yeah, you can search it by number. So, I mean, you know, even if you have – this turned off and this turned off and this turned off, mm-hmm. they can search you by number. And then you're like, well, who the hell is Corey Siren? And then they Google you and bam, you came out like a porn star and you didn't even know. Yep. So actually, Lynn just said in the, in the chat room, can you use Skype in Canada? Yes, you can. And I do have a separate Skype number. So you can use that. I don't bother. I just use my cell phone because I'm lucky right. enough I don't have to run from anything. My entire family knows what I, do, what I have been doing since the dawn Damn. of time. So it's not a big deal. But... Um, I think WhatsApp is invaluable. You guys need WhatsApp simply because if you're dealing with anyone outside of the United States or for those of us outside and we want to talk inside, it's just 
because now it's international texting and it can't be done. So get yourself WhatsApp. But just know that WhatsApp is searchable by your phone number. So, you again, get a separate phone. We have a special surprise. Ooh. I have a <gasps> We do have a special secret. surprise. I'm like, wait a minute. Yes. What is her secret? Now I remember. I have a secret. Well, we have, a we have someone standing by. <gasps> is she there? Yes. We really? have the self-care and wellness advice columnist for WhyNotCam.com, author of Thriving in Sex Work, Heartfelt Advice for Staying Sane in the Sex Industry, a self-help book for sex workers, and coming this Thursday, the workbook for thriving in sex work. Ooh. You guys, it's Lola Davina. Yes. Thanks Hello, for being here, Lola. Am I on? <laughs> You're on. <laughs> You're on. Hi. Hi, Corey. Hi, Dr. Hi, Lola. How are you? Thank you so much for having me on. This is such an action-packed show. I feel a little. I feel kind of like I'm. I'm like busting into the party. But thank you so much for having me on this evening. Oh, You're busting we are into the thrilled. party and making it thrilled. like ten times better. Thrilled. <laughs> Thanks, Because we know so that you have a wealth, a wealth of information to give us. Well, yeah. I mean, this is. I gotta say. I mean, I would say that safety. Um, it's like if I had, if I had to like put a percentage on what motivates me to get out of bed in the morning and write and be involved and in trying to help sex workers, I would have to say that safety's got to be like seventy percent of the reason I get out of bed, right? I mean, right. There's a lot of other considerations too, but like you know, as I say, like safety is foundational for joy, right? I mean, it's it's foundational mm-hmm. for for living and being alive right. and being, being able to do this work. And so I'm, I'm really glad you guys are talking about it. And the thing is, I just, I'm just listening to what, you know, listening to your conversation, you know, thinking about this question as I have over the years, um, there's, there's the danger on the one hand of being like, like falling asleep, right? I mean, like mm-hmm. going along and going like, oh, this isn't going to happen to me. And, and it certainly, I know you guys were talking about that, you know, like, listen, guys, you know, you have to you have to take account for what you're doing. You have to be responsible for the information that you put mm-hmm. out there. On the flip side, though, there's the there's also there is also this um, overcorrection, which can be living in paralyzed fear all the time, right? Um, That's being so kind true. of just yeah, just being sort of like overwhelmed by it, and, and um, you know, part of what I try to do and what I, I try to to help people with and, and talk to to anyone who will listen about is just kind of finding some middle ground where you're, you're taking care of business, right? Like a grown up, mm-hmm. you know, taking care, you know, like you say, scrub your photos, mm-hmm. you know, like think about which phone number you put out there. Like, um, you know, obviously the technology keeps, keeps um, on galloping ahead, but we, we as security and privacy experts need to be on the forefront of that stuff. But at the same time, to not get to the point where we're so paralyzed and we're so terrified that we're just kind of unable to go about our business and, and enjoy this work because, you know, it's, so it's, it's always, a, it's, I think being empowered, um, having information, 
being mm-hmm. proactive is always is always the, the best way to go about, go about that. And then at some point you got to say, I'm going to draw a line under this. I've done what I can do, and then I'm just going to be brave. I'm going to trust that this is going to work out okay. Um, and if, if, if you don't mind, I mean, I, I don't know if you guys have specific questions for me, but I, there was something really important in this conversation about mental health um, that was – I, I don't know. I was going to let you guys ask me if you had something, but there, there was one other point that I wanted to make um, before I completely oh, yeah. just run away with this conversation yeah. altogether. <laughs> um, Can we just do a show with, like, Lola, like, just all of it about her book? <laughs> oh. Totally. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's now the Lola show. Go. Oh, God. Go. Okay. Get no, it, no, girl. no. I don't want to think. I don't want to think. I'm so happy to be talking to both of you. I just want – what I – want to say and what do I, I want to empower people to do and I, I'm so glad you guys are out here talking to folks and being a lifeline and being a voice and you know just being a place where folks can stop by and and listen to people talk about these things because so many so often people feel so isolated and, and you know they don't have you know they don't have people to talk to about this stuff they don't they don't get to hear about this stuff so it's really important what you're doing but what I wanted to say was is that when you're doing this work what I want to all the all the folks who are listening out there, I, I I want to encourage folks to trust their guts, right? Yes. If there was ever a more yes. fundamental piece oh. of advice that I could offer to anyone walking the face of the earth, it is to trust your instincts. We're socialized, especially as women, to be polite, to be nice, you know, to like smooth things over. Um, mm-hmm. it, you know, obviously doing this kind of sex work where, you know, where money's involved, there might be an incentive just to be like, okay, well, this person seems a little off, or maybe they seem a little odd, or maybe they seem mm-hmm. a little shy, you know, all of which may be perfectly true. But if there's something in your, if your little spidey sense, little hair is going up on the back of your neck, I, I like to say in sex work, you don't wait for things to get weird. You don't. Right. Exactly. You, you pull out, yeah, and here's, oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, like you might, I mean, you might have, you know, a client that's going to pay $1,500 to be with you for an hour for, you know, whatever you're doing, you know, but is, if if those little hairs go up on the back of your neck, like you said, is it worth that $1,500 to be chopped up into little bitty pieces and hit the wall? No, no. And I mean, and, and these, and these (laughs) other horror stories that you're talking about, like, you know, getting enmeshed with people who, you know, just, just become obsessed, who who make you their whole lives. The other piece I was going to say about it though, because, I, th- I think on the one hand, this kind of the front loading, right? The socializing. Again, I like, you know, as women, we're, you know, taught to be nice or, you know, maybe this guy seems a little bit odd or, you know, whatever to, to kind of smooth over these little, these little signs. That's the front end. The back end mm-hmm. is that then we doubt ourselves. Then we beat ourselves up. Oh my gosh, I'm being too mean. I'm being too paranoid. Um, I should have given this guy a chance. Um, you know, we, 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 we second guess ourselves. Where right. it's so it's sort of like there's a and it there's a we put those we put those those speed bumps up for ourselves because we think oh my gosh if I if I turn this guy away then I'm going to feel bad about it afterwards it's like if I can just give you one piece of you know advice don't beat yourself up if you if it doesn't feel right don't do it and don't feel bad about it afterwards. You don't need a reason. You fucking don't. Re- I'm sorry. I don't know if you're not allowed to say fuck, but you no, go right ahead. You no. don't. <laughs> okay. You. We've got about eighty of those already. 
Okay, all right. You just don't. You don't need a reason. You don't need to apologize. You, it, it doesn't make you bad or weak or bad at your job or whatever it is. Um, so anyway, that's the advice I really try to offer to everyone because I just gotta, I'm just i just going to say one more thing and I'll be quiet for a little bit. Um, people reach out to me and, and it always just it always just breaks my heart. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I get you know, people contact me on Facebook, they contact me on Twitter, they send me emails, they say, Lola, you know, I, I was going to go out on this call and, you know, I got right up to the right up to the moment or I was in the room or whatever it was and I just didn't feel right and I turned around and walked away. And now I'm, you know, I, now I'm feeling really bad about it. And I just think, oh, gosh, you know, just, I just, please, you know, please just, the people who love you want you to be here. They want you to stay alive. Mm-hmm. Don't take chances and don't beat yourself up for whatever reason, whatever the reason is, that is a good enough reason. Yep. You don't have to have and a damn been, reason. There's really. been so many suicides and there's been so many suicides and there's been mm-hmm. so many kidnappings like in Vegas and so many, so many murders. And it's, I mean, it's scary, you know, whether you're doing online work or offline work, you know, whether you're meeting people in real life or whether you're just, you know, doing a Skype show. I mean, that applies mm-hmm. to everything. When you're doing a Skype show, Absolutely. by the way, just to, just to kind of reiterate what Lola said, you guys, your intuition, that gut instinct is never wrong. Ever. Never. You've got to stop doubting it. If you doubt it, stop doubting it. That intuition will keep you safe 100% of the time. 100% of the time. So please yeah. listen to it. And she's right. right. You don't have to, and you don't even have to have a reason. If you don't feel right about something, turn and go. Yep. Doesn't right. matter. Yeah. You're not going to hurt anybody's feelings. Oh, so you hurt someone's. You might hurt your client's feelings. So it doesn't matter. The point is, you, you probably are going to just hurt pulled yourself feelings. out of the situation. But you're right. going to hurt someone's feelings in this industry, no matter what. But you're going to hurt someone's feelings in day-to-day life no matter what job you're in. Right. Exactly. Right. right. Yeah. And I, I certainly know that, you know, when I was a young sex worker, I, I very much operated from the standpoint that, you know, he, it was usually a he, he who has the money makes the rules, right? I, I had this mm-hmm. very kind of unsophisticated, mm-hmm. you know, sense of like, well, I, I, I mean, I guess comes from the whole – you know, the customer's always right bullshit that we all grew right. up Right. Right. Yeah, that's that. ingrained. Oh, God. And we all know it that. And, uh, Sorry, but it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. It, like, it's been a long time. Always right. Sorry, no. <laughs> no. No. And, and the idea that, like, oh, if I don't go along with this, this guy isn't going to like me. He's not going to see me. And he's not going to pay me. It's like, it took me a while to, like, learn. It's like, okay, I, I really get to have boundaries. I get to say yes. I get to say no. And yes. There will be clients who walk away. There will be maybe there will be clients who don't pay you. I mean, but but the cost the cost is not knowing where your lines are, and not having that sense that you can walk away that you that you know this person doesn't feel right. So I mean, I I, I know I'm talking mostly primarily as as a like a full service for full service sex worker, but again, I just know that. These are these little tells, these little these little things that are off. The the, the weird little invasive question, the the, right. know, the 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 stretching of boundaries, the the you know the trying to catch you in a lie. Um, all those little things that that those those little manipulations. It's like 
You know, you know when you've been clients who don't push those buttons those that way. You know what it feels like to be with somebody who's just there to have a good time between somebody right. who's there who has an agenda. You know the difference between those two those two energies, and um, there's absolutely nothing wrong with saying that's not how I play. You and need I to think find that's, and I think else. it's cool that you're coming from like a full service point of view. Because, like, you know, like, we, it, I mean, I, like, I'm not full service. And it's mm-hmm. still, right. So, Lola, still wait one second. Tell everybody rule. what you guys are talking about. Because I don't want people to go, what's full service mean? So, okay. what do you mean so, by full service? Well, I was, okay, so I was listening to your discussion of, of, you know, sex worker and whether or not, you know, a lot of, lots and lots and lots of people, lots of cam people, lots of fin doms, don't consider themselves yep. to be a sex worker. And that's right. because, I mean, there's a lot of different reasons for that, but one is certainly because, uh, people who engage in full-service sex work, people who escort or engage in prostitution, mm-hmm. are trying to claim the word sex worker to supplant the word prostitution. So, I, so a sex worker becomes, you know, an escort or a prostitute. And right. I'm, I'm not going to... I'm not, I'm not going to get into whether or not anyone's right or wrong about any about that. I, I have my personal opinions, but I'm just acknowledging that that argument is out there. Um, so there are people who don't want to be identified with the sex worker term because they think that means, oh, well, then you're a full service. You're an escort. You're, you're a prostitute. Um, right. Uh, what I would just say, here, here's how I... AKA you have sex with men for money. Right, or sex with people for money. Yes, I, I would... Right. Like, exactly. I, or, I, yeah, whoever. To me, it's, to, to, to me, it's simple. If you sell sexuality for money, you are a sex worker. If you yep. If you sell your voice, your face, your name, your, you know, mm-hmm. you, 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 if you show yourself online, selling sexuality makes you a sex worker. If you want to distinguish yourself between a full service sex worker, that is absolutely appropriate. You go right ahead. Mm-hmm. I, and I've got, you know, I've got absolutely no, no beef with that. But, um, you know, what you were saying before, if, if you're, in, if you're in this line of work and you don't consider yourself a sex worker, what are you, what are you, what are you exchanging? Right. I mean, what's, Right. Sexuality is involved, mm-hmm. right? So anyway, th- that's that's the line that I draw. That's that's those are how I use those terms. But I was a full service sex worker, escort slash prostitute, however you know, blah 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 blah, and and stripper right. and, and pro dom and did some porn right. and stuff like that. But that but my main identity was 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 as a call girl, um, so full service sex worker. So I mostly dealt with my clients in person. Right. Right, and right. I so think, you deal with your client, whereas the most of my clients are mm-hmm. online, unless you know, unless it's some sort of out call for some sort of fetish session, you know, mm-hmm. where I'm. Sure. But you I know, think going, it's also, you know, the girls working online also tend to think that because they're online, that they're safer, and you're and right. you're not because necessarily you're safer. Safe. Don't not. think that. Right, I think they let their guards down. I mean, I do. I, I mean, I I think there is sort of an empirical sense that you are indeed safer, but you are not in fact safe. And in fact, you may be vulnerable in ways that you don't, like you say, ways you don't think about. You're not where I, I like I say, again, saying as, you know, full service sex worker day in, day out, I had to be on top of my game. I didn't have any choice to ever let my guard down, um, which maybe if you work online, maybe it's a little bit easier to do. And I think, I think it is because I think, of the physicality, like, but you right. still have to be careful. And I think the way technology, just as we were discussing before, technology changing so much, so fast, 
that you don't know where those little loopholes are. You don't know where you're right. exposed. And, it, and again, it doesn't mean that I, I'm not doing this because I don't want everybody to run around thinking, oh, my God, you know, we're all going to die. That's not what I'm doing. Right. You need for. to hide it's, under your bed and never come out. No. Exactly. Don't do that. But at the same time, do you need to to cover yourself as much as you can. You're never going to get yourself 100% covered. It's just not going to happen. No, it's not. I sleep with a taser next to my bed. Do I need to? Probably not. But I do. It makes me feel better. And that's and that's fine because if it makes you feel better, that's I'd rather that than a Glock. Thank you for just having a taser. But. Right. There you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if needed, there's one of those as well. However, <laughs> we're we're gonna we're gonna aim to injure, not not maim. <laughs> <laughs> we're not taking prisoners. Yeah. No. I mean, unless you're into that sort of thing, you know, if you want to come live in a cage, hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> so, Corey, what else was on your list? We're keeping you you're, here, Lola. You, know, you can't run away. No, yeah, we're keeping you. You're you're speaking of prisoners. <laughs> you're here. Consider yourself in bondage, Lola. There oh, you okay. go. All right. Are you wow. into that? Can we do that? Yeah, I, 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 yeah absolutely. Okay. <laughs> I'm just so excited because when you reached out to me earlier, I'm like, it would be so beautiful to have you here. And guys, if you don't have her book, you need to run to Amazon, go post on Twitter that you need however much money her book is. Just even, you know, even if you only have $20 left in your bank, use that money to buy this book. I swear, not even not just the safety things. You're going to love it. I I the cried. Whole book. I tweeted her like it's, it's not when she just followed safety. me back. I cried when you followed me back, Lola. I did. Oh my god! That's really kind of you to say. Aww, that's so cute. That's sweet. I Aww. was fangirling so hard. I had to call my fiance at work. I'm like, oh, Lola just called me. Yeah, she just followed me. I'm freaking out. Um. So, one of the things that was on my list was so, exotic is coming up. Cons cons are coming up. Expos. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. How to be safe at expos. This is good. Yeah, and gosh, I was just I I girl, remember what happened. I, I what happened in Vegas. I mean, not great. Exactly. So, not yeah. great. I mean, you not to throw the hotel name out there, but the whole bed bug thing, that was horrible. But you know, there were I some of my friends had to switch rooms. The security wasn't on point. You know what I mean? And sometimes that happens. Ooh. I, I, and, heard, um, I heard people. I heard people were getting drugged. That's what oh, I Oh yeah, heard. there was one girl. There was a girl that got drugged. And bless her heart, there was a girl that got drugged. Where and she woke up in the hospital at um at one of the parties, one of the after parties. Um, okay. Somebody roofied her for one of the companies that a lot of us work for. Um, and somebody roofied her, and she ended up <sighs> in the hospital, and she had no idea how she got there. Oh my God! It was it was horrifying. Because <sighs> understand, I I ran a poll not that long ago, so I want you guys to think about this for a minute. I ran a poll on Twitter not that long ago, that asking, do you think sex workers of any kind can be raped? And I'll, I was shocked. Absolutely. Even cause if you consider the fact that most of my timeline, as most of all you guys' timelines, is is filled with other sex workers. I actually was getting some saying no, and that's another issue. 
see, that's a whole a sex worker. It's yeah. open season. So, oh, I, I just want to punch a fucking wall when someone says no. But that's my point I, is you guys have to keep this in mind. If you're going to conventions and stuff, there are people who pray specifically, especially, I won't even say especially on dominatrixes because I have oh, seen yeah. men who literally try to turn the tables on purpose. Oh, really? You think you're a dominatrix? Try this. Try this. So, exactly. So you, again, scary. we're not trying to scare the shit out of you, yet at the same time we are. It's just, you yeah, just yeah, have to be very time, careful. That's <laughs> we want to scare the shit out of you and give you a solution. So, I mean, so you know, okay, here, a drink. I, don't leave your drinks. I, this oh. is for anybody, anytime. You don't have to be a sex worker for this. Never leave a drink unattended. Watch and the bartender you do, make go get your drink. One because, and if you, you know, even if you leave it unattended for two, I mean, this girl, this girl that got drugged, she said she looked away for a second. And yep. she had it's friends surrounding her. That's all it takes. Mm-hmm. If you've got a beer in your hand, put your thumb over it. If yep. you've got a drink in your hand, watch it. Keep the straw in your mouth. Keep the keep your hand your over face. the top of it. Carry exactly. it that way. Glass of wine. Keep, you know, don't carry it by the stem. You know, carry it by the top. Get a napkin. Put it over yep. the top of your drink while you're carrying it. Keep it cold too, ladies. Um, but I, she just looked away for a second. Bam, she'd roofies. And you know, and I feel like, you know, some people like Ron Jeremy have been banned from Exotica. I mm-hmm. couldn't agree with that more. And I'm sure a lot of people are going to be mad at me about that. No, but it's, it's, he's such a pig. I feel I mean, a He can be a funny guy, but he's also a pig. I'm sorry. He's, he, he's so funny. He's so, he's and when I first met him, guy. I'm like, oh, you're really short and greasy. But he was so, he was so funny. And you, but he really, he really is a, no, he really is a pig. He, um, and I yeah, can feel, is. I can feel <laughs> girls hitting the block button on Twitter right now at me. But um, no, but it's I, true. I, you know, <laughs> it is. And when Exotica said that he wasn't allowed to be there anymore, I'm like, bra fucking bo. You know, it's about time that we got people that we know that are predators, and mm-hmm. you know, got them not necessarily out of the game, but just out of our faces. Like. Um, and we don't went, think oh, that your fellow buddies, okay, so if you've just, this is another thing, if you've just, so you go to a convention, you've just met some people, just because they're in the industry doesn't mean you can trust them either. You yeah, don't that's know really good that's point. If you don't know them, about. you've got to be very, very careful at these conventions yeah, because you know, just because they're going yeah. doesn't make them okay. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. say that it's, all three of us were to go to a convention, I'm still going to cover my drink. You ladies yep. are fabulous, but I'm still going to cover my drinks, damn it. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, and there's a, there's a, there's a, there's kind of an effervescence or a, like, I, I mean, just talking from my own experience, like when, you know, sex workers get together, I mean, there's like this giddiness and playfulness and seductiveness and flirtatiousness, which is really, really, really fun to be around and it's energizing and fun, but... Like you say, if you don't know everybody involved, not everyone necessarily has the best motives. So, yeah, you do have to kind of watch yourself. And it can, it can be so right. nice to be in 
contact with people where you can be really authentic and fun and free, and that is great. But, boy, if they are not your fam, you don't know them. Um, My big thing yeah, is and I, take, a, take a guy. Like, mm-hmm. I don't go anywhere without my fiancé, ever. Uh-huh. I've never okay. been to a convention. I went to Vegas with my fiancé. He's my bodyguard. I went to mm-hmm. Vegas with my fiancé. That was the first convention I ever went to. And you get caught up in it. You know, you feel whether you're new or whether you've been here for years, you feel like a celebrity and you get caught up in it and you leave your drink and you go to meet all these people and people get handsy. I mean, when I went to, it's story time again. When I went to, um, when I went to Chicago Exotica, um, 2014, I went with one of my good model friends. Um, she did some, she did media. She's a model, but she also did the media coverage for it for that year. Um, and one of her friends, and I still took my fiance. And um, there were guys that were coming up, and they were fans, you know. And there was this group of guys that came up. My fiance is across the room nodding his head. Yep, yep. <laughs> There's this group of guys that came over, and you know they wanted to take a picture. When I'm at expos, you know, I say, "Come up. You can you can hold on to my boobs. Five bucks. Hold on to my boobs. We'll take a picture. That's cool." But these guys wanted to get really handsy and grab me. They wanted to grab my crotch. They wanted to grab my tits. They wanted to grab my ass. They were trying to lick me. They were, why? Why are you trying to lick me, first of all? What do you do in your free time? Ew. Um, Because, again, it's that whole sex worker thing. Well, you're a sex worker. I should be allowed to do whatever I want to. And it goes back to the rape thing. You know, well, you're a sex Mm. worker. I can't rape you if you're willing. We're not willing. That's That's like the whole unsolicited dick pic thing. I don't want to see your dick. It's called unsolicited dick pics for a reason. But I had to call my fiancé over and call. I flagged down security, and I flagged down my fiancé. My fiancé comes running. He's this big, tall motherfucker. And, you know, starts getting these guys off of me. And it was really scary. I had to take a break. It was really scary. I left, I left my booth, and I'm like, what the fuck just happened? I was pissed. But I was also scared. And... Mm. So you, so my, my advice is, you know, if your family doesn't know what you do, if your friends don't know what you do, hire somebody, you know. Mm-hmm. Or if you yeah. have somebody, you know, if you have a significant other and it, if you think it's going to – and you're not out and about with – like everybody knows that I'm engaged. Everybody knows who my fiancé is, so I don't care if I talk about it. You know, they, half the time they come to the convention, meet him. I'm like, okay, bye. There he is. All right. Um, <laughs> but if, I'm like, okay, they want his signature instead of mine. But – it's, you know, take somebody that you're comfortable with and somebody, you know, I'm, I'm a BBW. I can throw some people off of me, but it gets to a point, you know, where you're just like, I can't. You're so emotionally overwhelmed because of the awesomeness and just, you know, just the vibe of everything that, you know, a group of guys, you know, that are just there and horny, they can just swarm you. And it's scary. And you also need to be careful, you know, when you're going back to your hotel room. Every time I go to a convention, yes. when you check in, when you check in at the front desk, tell those people, because especially if you're staying at the hotel, like everybody in the city knows that you're at a porn convention. You know, they know that a porn convention is going on, especially if you're staying at the host hotel. Lot, not, not a lot of girls know this. You can go up to the counter when you're checking in and say, hi, I almost said my real name. Damn it. Wow. Um, <laughs> you can say, hi, this is who I am. Um. You can say, hi, this is who I am. Hi, this is my fiancé. This is who he is. Here's our full name. 
Do not let anybody who doesn't, you know, here's a picture of us. Do not let anybody who doesn't give you our real name and our stage name, don't give them any information about our room because there, if you don't tell them that, people can go up to the counter and be like, could you tell me who checked into room 208? And sometimes people, especially people who are newer at the hotel, will tell them. And you end up having to change rooms. There was one girl who had um, had a key. that Someone went and asked about her room, and they made a key for her room. And they went. Oh, my God. And they went into her room. It was terrifying. And I'm just like, wow. So, I mean, you know, at the front, and they'll understand at the front counter. If you need to talk to a manager, talk to a manager. If that makes you more comfortable, give them a code name. You know, if they come downstairs, if anybody comes to the counter and they're like, can you tell me who's in this room? Be like, well, you got to give me the code. They will literally cover your ass for you. And not a lot of girls know that you can do that. And that's really been a big thing. You know, me and me and him, no one else could go get a room key. No one, they could, they wouldn't give out information unless it was him or I. And we gave our full name and we gave our full stage name. And they had that stuff in our files and you can do that. Because scary shit happens. Mm-hmm. And the other thing well, is that's what you want to do is you can actually ask them for their VIP. How do you handle VIPs? You can ask them that. Simply because right. most celebrities, that's the reason why celebrities will always um, have their entourage make sure that they are booked in under a different name, under a, a completely yep. random name for that reason. So you can actually ask them, how do you handle VIP? I want to be handled the same way. And some girls feel silly asking that because, of, well, I'm a sex worker. I'm not, well, a I'm not a VIP. Girl, Girl, bitch, own it. Own it. Mm-hmm. You are a VIP. You are there. You are giving a service. You are presenting yourself. You are this exhibitor at this huge convention. People are coming to see you, whether you know about it or not. You know, you are a VIP. Have that VIP mindset right when you walk in the hotel door. Because you have that right. There's nothing wrong with doing that. And, again, I think that goes back to Lola saying, as women especially, we have we, – it's almost like it's ingrained in us where you have to smile and be polite. And it's okay if this guy's grabbing your ass at the same time you're taking a photo. No, it's not. You have your boundaries honor them and make right. everyone else honor them as well. And if you, I mean, if you've right. got somebody coming up to you and requesting things that you don't want, flag down security. I've had people not leave me alone at booths before, you know, flag down security, be like, I can't get away from this person to get to my other people. You know, I can't sign stuff for these other people because this person won't leave us alone. Flag down security, tell somebody and just get them out of the way, you know, be a badass, embrace that badassery. Mm-hmm. Polly Bell in the, in the chat actually just brought up a good one. She said she stays Very off-site at conventions for that reason. Stay off-site. Don't stay at the at the convention host hotel. Yeah. No, it's obviously yeah, more fun and, and whatever. If you do stay off-site, there's a whole other thing you need to worry about. You need to worry about people following you. Now, I'm not saying you don't need to worry about it like, oh, God, let me, you know, you know freak out and not ever leave your hotel room. But be, be conscious of who's around you and who's watching you. And if there's some car that's been following you for 10 blocks, you might want to, you know, get a lost and then go to your hotel. 
and that's not being paranoid again, guys. It, it's unfortunate. Again. But this is the type of business. There is no – it's actually – we're very similar to celebrities. The sex industry is very similar to the celebrity industry, whether people want to believe that or not. We have to be careful because there's just as many lunatics coming after us as there is going after celebrities. Exactly. You hear about it more. It's funny because I was having a conversation with another one of my model friends the other day, and we're like, you know, man, I wish I knew this actor or I wish I knew this YouTube icon or, you know, how do these people hang out with each other and meet each other? Those people are are thinking – the same thing about us. Oh my God, how do all these porn people know each other? How do I get to meet her? How do I, you know, how do I get in contact with this person? They're thinking the same thing about sex workers. And you, and you can treat yourself the same way, you know, take on that VIP mindset. You're a celebrity for that weekend that you're there. You're damn it. You're a celebrity always, but for that weekend that you're there, you're a VIP and you need to be safe. Exactly. Oh, you you have a message here, Corey. So oh, I was you. waiting for you waiting to for say, Corey. "I'm not a <laughs> I'm not a celebrity. I'm a queen." So say I'm it. a queen. <laughs> yes, yes, bitch. Yes, Paul. I love you. <laughs> the other thing, actually, Polly Bell brought up was, and this is something you guys want to keep. Again, you know how you make up your Amazon wish list, right? Oh, keep an eye. On your well, there's that, but there's third-party sellers that will leak your home address or your PayPal information. Mm-hmm. Yep. So keep an eye on third-party. I I try to keep everything as much even as, Amazon. You know, sold sell by Amazon as possible. Try and do a, right. a ship like sold by Amazon if you can. Yeah, because if because and I've even heard I this has never happened to me. Thank God. Let me knock on some wood. Um, but. There's even um, some girls that have said, you know, if the buyer calls Amazon um, that and they ask about tracking information, they'll say where it is and, you know, it'll be en route to address, address, address um, by this day. And that gives them your exact address. And that's very much a big thing with third-party sellers. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Lynn in the chat room just said, because Lynn is, is from Phone Sex Secrets, so she's helping all the ladies who are getting into PSO work. Um, mm-hmm. She said the thing about um, female celebrities is we are less likely to be believed than they are. And so that's true. There very is, that's a really true. good point. There are no a really good laws for sex workers, and it's sad. And that, that came back to what happened to that other girl with – you know, the amount, I think she must have went to the police with this guy who came after her 15 times. She had her own cop. She had and they still sat on their hands. Because Horrible. in their eyes, you signed up for this. Don't This bug is me. what you signed up for. This is what you yep. deserve. This is what you get. And that's bullshit. Oh, good one. Polly Bell just said psychos can wait by a P.O. box, too. Ooh, I didn't even think of that. But that's it's Girl, depending you on your because you, you know how some of them to go to my post yeah. Office. There you go. And if you're if it's say creepy. for example you're, you know how sometimes they have kiosks in malls and stuff. The more uh-huh. busy your post office box is, the worse it is, is because there's a lot of right. people blending. Exactly, and it's even scary when you live in a small town. I'm on the phone. Because I mean, it, do, it, do you want me to move? Up? I mean, oh, it's okay. 
Hello? Did I lose you? Oh. No. Nope. We're all here. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I'm like, okay. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, 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 thought I, was, um, I thought I just went dead for a second. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. I, I thought I, maybe I lost it. <laughs> Um, but like, even like I live in a small town, my, my whole thing is I have a lot of girls asking me about like getting PO boxes and, you know, I want to mail panties, but do I have to put a return address? No, you don't. Um, and if you do, um, if you, if you choose to put, I, I have what I call a gift address. It's not even my address. Um, mm-hmm. and if anybody wants to go there, feel free to get attacked by all the dogs that live in that house. Uh, you can even put your, you can even put your police station as a return address. But the only thing you actually need to ship anything is a zip code. Um, but I totally got off track there. If you live in a small town and say that you can say that you can go two, three, four, five towns over, ship it from there because it's going to say it came yep. from that town and not your small town. Exactly. Or even if you live in a big town, like you, like you said, everybody blends in. So you don't know, you're not going to be able to tell if somebody's you know, my, my post office is usually dead. So if somebody's standing my PO by PO box, I'm going to turn right the fuck around. But when you live in a big city, you don't know if somebody's scoping out your PO box, waiting for you to go there and then waiting to follow you out. So even if you live in a big city, you know, go to the next town over, go to someone else, somewhere else that has a different zip code and ship it because when they stamp it, it's going to have that zip code. And the so if you go to a different town, they're not going to have your zip code of where you live. Lynn says you can also get info on who owns P.O. boxes, USPS, Kinkos, etc., especially um, places like, oh, what am I thinking of, UPS stores. Those are all oh. independently operated, and if you have a dough head that's behind the cash, you don't know what's going to be given away. You don't – now, again, let's, let's not completely scare everybody. It doesn't mean you can't have a P.O. box, okay? Right. It's you can better have to have a P.O. box than your real address. Take, take the your point tasers, is, girl. you gotta use your head. Just, it, it doesn't mean you walk around like a paranoid rabbit. You just right. gotta think ahead when you're making plans for your business. Once you, once you sort of integrate it all into your business, it's nothing. And understand something it's, else. In, in the real, we're gonna get down to the crux of everything. If somebody wants to find you. They'll find you. They will. Really. If they want it bad enough, like this guy, you know, if, you, if you're going to drive from mm-hmm. across the country to come after someone. Some people will come from other There's not a lot countries. you can, it, it, exactly. There's not a lot you're going to be able to do to, to stop that. But, guys, the other thing is 99% of what we do is awesome. So exactly. try not to get caught up in the 1%. And if, you, and if this shit really does scare the hell out of you, which it should. Don't do it. But empower yourself with it. Or it's don't do it. Spray. Or don't do it. Exactly. If it really does scare the hell out of you and you're second guessing, you know, if you just started or you've been in this for a year, even if you've been in this, like me, if you've been in this for seven years and this scares the hell out of you, shut it down. If you don't think, you, I mean, if you don't think, if you don't think that you're safe, if you're like this is not worth it, that's totally okay. We're not. Te- I mean, obviously, we're not telling everybody, every sex worker, to stop doing what they're doing. No, no. We're just want. We just want but, you guys to be safe. Exactly. 
And we Ooh. don't want you thinking that, you know, once you start this business and throw stuff out there that you can get it back. It doesn't happen that way. Right. So just remember, once you start this, you can't backpedal. As long as you know that, you're okay. So Polly Bell just said, I have safety protocols for real-time meets. They get to meet me at a business that's owned by friends, has cameras, and I can leave the, by their back door if needed. That's beautiful. And those are just that's like these brilliant. are simple things. Yeah. Now, yeah. If, if you're, again, if you're doing that's this really great. and you're hiding from people, in other words, if you're doing this and you don't want your family to know what you're doing, that's going to be difficult. So you see how Polly Bell's got you know, friends and family and everything that's, that knows what she does and they help her, which is great. You don't right. have that if you're going to be running not, this as a squirrel on the side and you don't want anybody to know. You have right. less not resources a lot of women, when you hide. Not a lot of women, you know, I can't count the number of girls that I've worked with, that I'm friends with, whose parents don't know what they do, whose friends don't know what they do. And that that was one of the things that when I decided to do this, as soon as, you know, like my dad knows what I do. And he's like, yes, girl, just go, go do it. Make the money. You know, and he's he's like, he's so proud of me. And mm-hmm. I I couldn't imagine, I, I can't imagine what girls go through when they don't have anyone but themselves and maybe their significant other that knows what they do. And that that puts you in a really hard spot because you don't have anybody to turn to and you feel kind of boxed in, you know? Now here's, okay. And so that Lynn can, just said, that can make remember guys, scarier. 90 plus percent of women's attackers are someone she knows. Mm. You may have a client that you're really chill with, you know, and it can go wrong. So just kind of, again, use your spidey senses where that's concerned. And Robin just said she stopped doing regular in-person meets because she didn't feel safe, especially knowing cops wouldn't help if anything happened. And Robin, if I recall, Robin was a full-service sex worker. So you reach a point sometimes in this business where you just kind of go, yeah, everything's kind of falling apart here. I I think I'm going to be over here now. Right. Because don't forget, yeah. if you're full service or if you're doing, in, you know, um, real-time session, sessions as a dom or whatever, you don't have to stay in full service. If you don't want to, you can flip over to the Internet. So it doesn't mean yep. that you have to pull out of the industry either. Can I, can I just offer a couple of, a couple of other um, sure. things, that, mm-hmm. things that I want everyone to know? Um, I, I definitely want everyone uh, who does sex work to seriously consider um, taking self-defense. Um, yes. Yeah. That, that is it's sort of like really like mandatory. Like, um, you know, there is no like sex work driver's license that you get to, <laughs> you get to apply for. But it does seem at the very, 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 very least, you should know how to deal with. You should know how to handle yourself in a situation when you're dealing with a physical com- um, uh, attacker. And the other thing that I really like about um, self-defense classes, rather than just taking martial arts, um, you know, which, which can be wonderful and can be wonderful exercise and everything like that, but uh, self-defense classes will, will focus on a lot of the little subtle cues that predators put out, yes. the way that they yes. try to isolate you, um, you know, you know 
you know, there, there are just there are all kinds of little subtle ways that if somebody is intending you harm, they're going to be thinking about where the exits are. They're going to be thinking about like, are you right-handed or left-handed? You know, that mm-hmm. that um, it's better for you to know those things too, um, and to run down like how to use basic weapons like mace or a taser or an air horn. Um, Right. So just thinking about all these things, and I would just really encourage people, again, not to operate from a, a standpoint of being terrified all the time. This is like saying, look, I have, I, have a, I have a bunch of badass weapons in my tool belt, and if anybody comes at me, I know how to handle myself. And it's, I'm not going to yep. just, um, you know, hope that that doesn't happen, or if it does happen, that somehow, you know, I'm just going to know what to do in that, in that instance. So it's just, it's one right. of those gifts to yourself that you can do, and um, I, I, I know for, for a lot of folks that money can be an issue around that, but universally. Like be prepared, even if you think you don't need to be prepared. Right, right. And, and, and exactly. And it's just, it's just one of, it's like if, if this conversation is freaking you out and making you feel fearful, well, here's something concrete you can do. You can take a self-defense course. And um, it's, just good for, it's just good for human beings to know how to do, right? You don't even have to be a sex right. worker. This is knowledge, this is no, knowledge you can use yeah. for the rest if of you're your a woman, life. But go ahead and write it off on your taxes as a business expense, if you know what I'm saying. Um, but, um, well, because it is. So don't remember that. Yeah, if you're going, well, it's an expense. You can write it off. <laughs> you're allowed you to write it off. That's a whole show, too. Oh, oh my yeah, God. Exactly. But, also, business. Yeah, but also, just, yeah, just, just to know that, like, many, many universities, um, police stations, um, you know, uh, the martial arts studios will can will offer these courses either free or very 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 low cost. So it you know don't let money be the thing that stand that holds you back. Um, and the other and there are a lot of free really and there are a lot of places you can go to get free training. Like they'll have, um, yeah. like I know in my area there's free training weekends or like if you have something like a YMCA, um, right? Oh, yeah, you can Community go there centers. and there are Absolutely. free community centers. Exactly, there are free training courses and they do these things like monthly or like bi-monthly and they're totally free you know and you learn some really important things yeah so don't that is if if all again just to say if this stuff is freaking you out it's just like this is just one of those one of those ways you can move through the world with just a little bit more confidence and a little bit more like i am taking care of myself i know how to handle myself in these situations um the other thing that i really like to tell people the advice I like to offer is have safety protocols just as if you were at a job like if you had a Mm -hmm. human resources book um, like what do you do in case of a fire what do you do in case of a client starts acting out you know like Mm -hmm. just running it through your mind or even just doing like a little drill like what do you like you practice fire drills at work or at school exactly that's right exactly like you know like do you, you know where's your phone where are your keys like you know, how do you get out of your house? Where's the first place you go, right? Let's say you lose your phone. Who do you call for? Oh, I'm sorry. If you lose your phone, whose phone number do you have memorized, right? Right. We're so used to everything being on the phone. What, what are those emergency numbers? Do you have them memorized so that you can walk up to a stranger and say, look, I've lost my phone. I need to dial my, my sweetie. I need to dial my best friend. I need to dial my landlord, whoever it is, so I can get back into my apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, so just thinking about your business like a business, like you're a small business yes. owner and, and saying like, look, yes. one, one hour a month I'm going to devote to my 
safety training, and I'm going to think about where the weapons are in my apartment, or I'm going to think about like how I travel to and from the club with cash in my in my purse. Um, mm-hmm. And just and just just treating it like a business. And 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 sometimes it's not easy to think about these things for ourselves, right? We we don't we kind of think about it as not so important, or we or we kind of shunt it to the side. But it's like, well, what if your very best friend were doing this job? What would you want mm-hmm. them to do? How would you want them to be accountable? How would you want to know that they were safe? Um, and just because if you think about it in those terms, it's like I think a lot of us are more protective of the people than we love than we are of ourselves sometimes. So um, very true. Yeah, especially yeah. women. So sorry, we always yeah, put ourselves on the back burner. Always. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. We do. It's almost like. Call up your best friend and say, look, you know, you're my boss now. Tell me what you need to hear from me so that you feel like I'm safe, right? Let me tell you. Let right. me, you ask the questions and I'll tell you how I handle that. You know, like like have a loved, a loved one hold you accountable, right? Yeah. And um, so that's, that's, that's something that, you know, it's like I – Again, I love what you guys are doing, and I think that that more and more and more and more if that conversation happens, people start thinking about themselves in that way rather than just kind of uh, sweeping it under the rug and hope that they, that never comes up for them. And we and always, we always have the mentality of it will never happen to me. But, but can't. be prepared. Prepare yourself just in case. Isn't it better to know that you have you know, all your I's dotted and your T's crossed if something goes wrong? It, it's it's right, a feeling right. of peace. Don't you want that peace? Well, and, it's and just like Lola said, it's your business. Treat it well, and like a business. And the whole calling people thing, like that's one. Of, I think that's one of the like the big things that I learned from full service sex workers is the whole calling people thing. Like when when yeah. they have, I don't know, like if you did this little, but like within calls. Um, they'll go mm-hmm. off to another room and make a call to their friend, and you had you know have a code conversation to let their friend know that they're okay. And you know whether you're a dom yeah. that's going out to meet you know for a fetish session, or whether you're full service, or you know you're going out to meet a fan for coffee. You know, go to the bathroom yep. and make that phone call. Yeah. Let them know that you're okay. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I had a I had a good a good friend who was another a fellow escort and we used to um text one another. And we had our own little series of codes. It was like, you know, nine one was nine one one was an emergency, eight one one was like something below an emergency but we still needed to talk right away, you know, like Right, you right. Know, you know? Um yeah, so we kinda had just and it was just like just knowing that they were okay, like just knowing, you know, when she got in, I just waited for that text and then I could go to bed. Um, you know, it's, it's a watching out for each other that way. Um, yeah, because here's the thing. Perfect. We feel that fear. You know, come up, come up with an emoji language, you know. Everybody's yeah, always yeah, using yeah. emojis. You know, if, yeah, if it's yeah. not, you know, if it's 911, get me the fuck out of here, you know, send a fire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you're, if you're exactly. good to go, send an eggplant. You know what I mean? Exactly. All systems are go. You know, we were talking again about fear and how the fear has the has the has the potential to both cause us to freeze and not do anything, or to be terrified all the time. What I like about taking proactive steps is that it's empowering. It's saying the fear is there, but I rise to meet it. You know, um, 
I don't ignore it. Um, I am equal to the challenge. Um, so that's right. that's how I like to, to talk to folks, you know, because I, I know the fear is real. It's, it's how you deal with it. Um, but it's so much better to work from a place of empowerment and just knowing mm-hmm. that you're taking care of your business, um, you know, and that you trust yourself. Because that's another thing. If, if, you're, if you're terrified all the time, you're not trusting yourself, right? If you're terrified and you go into a like, hall or you meet, like you say, meet a fan, and you're petrified, you're overriding your own, your own emotions, mm-hmm. right? You're almost like saying, I'm not listening to myself right now. I'm terrified right. to do this right now. But um, you're not going to fe- you're oh, not going to hear your spidey senses. You're not going to feel them exactly. when you're in fear. Exactly. It's it's fine to have an elevated sense of you know like to be alert or you know to be a little bit nervous or to be a little bit like okay you know how's this going to go right? But it's different when you're just like overriding terror. You're not you're not right. trusting yourself then. You're, you're over- like oh no I'm just scared. Yeah, yeah. No it so. Yeah, so I just I encourage a good quote people, for people to have for their wall or like their vision board, like courage is not the absence of fear. Right, right, right. Very true. And Lynn here, I just want to make this point. Bill just said going anywhere, I'd give a woman a taser just to keep them safe. Lynn just said know the laws in your area, areas you travel to. For example, there are places in America you can carry concealed weapons but cannot have pepper spray. I will say True. Know, know that everywhere because over here we are not allowed to have tasers. We are not mm-hmm. allowed to have pepper spray. We are not but allowed to have you guys can have dog spray. So, yeah, it, no, actually we can't. Can, can, you, have a, really? can you have air horns? Air horns are fine. Yeah, an air horn. An air horn is actually quite, is damn good to get because that's yeah. going to help that's, you. Yeah, now, we can get you can get bear spray, which is essentially hardcore oh, okay. um, stuff. But even if you use that on someone, yeah, because I have a shit. friend. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, because yeah. I, I mean, so I have a friend in Canada that was to another model. This she was like, she was like, we can't have do- we can't have pepper spray, so I have dog spray. Nope. So we were like looking it up, and she's like, "But you know, if you use it, you're the one who's in deep shit." And I'm like, yep. "Oh, damn. right, okay. that's that's assault, right?" I mean, that's the thing about using some of these things. That's and that's again to go back, you know, not not to beat a dead horse, but the whole notion of taking a self defense class when you learn about these various things, not just the legalities, but also like really human life. <laughs> you know, like really, like if you if you if you pepper spray somebody and they're in your house, how does that make your situation better? I mean, yes, they're incapacitated, right? But now they are pissed off. You have exactly, you, you and they're just gonna be yes. swinging. Yeah, how do you get them out of your house? Like, what's what's the plan? You know, um, exactly. So it's just thinking about which weapons you're going to use and thinking about them in what situations you're going to use them in is another. It's like this is this is shit you want to get nailed down before you ever have to use it. So, right. Um, and then you just feel so much fucking better. You do. Um, and if you and if you don't know does. like a defense course that you can take in your area, like let me just be super cliche. And if you've ever watched Miss Con- Miss Congeniality, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. She goes she goes on stage and they demonstrate this thing called Sing. And it's an acronym True. for self-defense that you'll act, that you actually learn in some of these classes, and it stands for solar plexus, instep, mm-hmm. nose, and groin. So what you want to mm-hmm. do if somebody grabs you, you want to remember sing, jab them in the gut, get them on the instep, obviously their foot, 
which messes up their shin, it messes up their footing, get them in the nose, and get them in the groin. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't want to go to a, to a, if you can't go to a self-defense class or you can't find one, watch Miss Congeniality go directly to that point. And they, they, um, they do the moves in the movie. And it was like I practiced it once, and it actually worked. <laughs> and it sounds so silly, but it's so, it's really convenient. And if you're like, you're like, oh, man, I don't know where to get these self-defense classes or I can't afford it, like, that's one thing. You can even go on YouTube and Google it. I was just going to say, go, YouTube has plenty yeah, if you want to do it that way. It. Yes. I'm literally yeah. staring at a YouTube video of it. Just type in Sing Defense or Sing Miss Congeniality, and it will come up with that scene. Can I can I just say what can I just raise my hand though one thing about this and 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 knowledge and informing yourself is awesome, but there's also a difference between seeing something, seeing somebody else do something and actually doing it yourself. Like exactly, I that's know, very I true. Interview, the last time I punched someone with my full weight, other than a self defense class, was like my brother when I was seven and he was five. I mean, that's true. Right. We don't go through You can. Life you need to feel it. Yes. yes. Using those right. muscles. We don't go through life kicking someone as hard as we can. We just don't. Yep. And, and when you're yep. in that situation, you're already overwhelmed. Many of us tend to freeze. So it's, yep. it, it's like you have to go through the action in order to feel it for your memories, for, for your muscles to memorize that action. So <laughs> I, I don't you need the muscle memory that, of it. You need the muscle memory. I that's that my right. personal that's a good belief. Point. So because I mean, like, like I watched it, I agree. Like, oh, but yeah, in, I can do this. Just if you don't have and the I money, tried it, if it fell on my face, right? YouTube's here's, better here's than nothing thing. if you can't do it. <laughs> it's better than nothing. But uh, here's another thing. A lot of people. I know that when I worked for a lot of time, I just thought like, oh well, if somebody is a problem, I will just use a knife. I have a knife in my kitchen. Now it's like, okay, Lola, that means you need to walk into your kitchen. <laughs> You need to pick right. up a Open knife. the drawer. Get the knife. Yeah. Okay. Well, not only that, then you need to hold and it. Then and then figure out how what you're going to do. another human being. Like, you don't right. think about how... It's how gross, you guys. Knifing someone yeah, is not cool. It's not easy to if do. If you're squeamish, uh, just... Right. And it's far more likely that a weapon like that is going to be turned against you. So, um, yeah, it's it's... It's just it's it's one of those things where it's like know who you are, know know what you're capable of, um, and give yourself every opportunity to to you know be in your full power in the moment, right? Rather than just kind of having this hazy idea like, well, if I just run into the kitchen and grab a knife, then the bad guy is going to run away. Well, a lot of problems right. in that like, scenario. Right, like that yeah. might be your fire drill, but have you practiced it? When was the last time you stabbed somebody? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When is the last time you stabbed somebody? Yeah, that's that's really exactly. the question you need to ask yourself. So there, are, there are other and weapons of, short of that. Yeah. And speaking of knives, like I don't know if this is allowed in all countries, but there's these cute little things that look like cats that have really pointy ears that you can put on your keys. It's like a key oh, ring. Yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, yeah. that are yeah. like those little knuckle those things. Are great. You can, just jab you can even put your keys it. between your fingers. Yeah, yep. keys between the fingers. Yep. That's classic. And you hold on to your keys and you just put your fingers in there and you just. Dab them with the cat. <laughs> so, ladies, I would love to keep this conversation going for hours and hours. Unfortunately, we can't because we're coming up to the point where the show is going to shut off and they'll just cut us off and throw us to garbage. Oh, yeah. So we don't want to do that. Really? That would be horrible. Does anybody have anything they want to say before we wrap it up? 
Well, I'll take that as a I'll no. I'll go first. I'm going to let Lola go first. Oh, I was going to say, thank you so much, ladies, for having me on, and, and thank you so much for t- tackling this topic. And I'm just going to I'm going to just pitch really fast. I have a workshop coming out on, on uh, Thursday, on March 1st, and the whole first section of it is devoted to taking your business seriously and dealing with all these safety and uh, safety concerns. So um, I take it very, very seriously. Um, and so you can certainly look for it there. And, like, if you get online, you'll be able to, to, you know, take a look at samples and stuff so you have an idea of what I'm doing. So, again, thank you again for having me on. Oh, Lola, honestly, thank you so was, much yeah. for being gracious enough to be here. I'm so glad you reached out. I, like, my heart sang. I'm like, yes, please, let me tell <laughs> Sue. Oh, my gosh. My pleasure. My pleasure, ladies. Thanks again. Thank you, Lola. And thank, thank you, you Corey, so much for being here. Do you have no anything problem. to say? I thank you for having me. The, the only other thing that I wanted to say really quick was geoblocking. Um, like, everybody's like, I'm going to block this state. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Nobody from the state is going to know where I am. You guys have to remember that VPN exists. And if someone is on a VPN right. network, that means that they are just up in the air and they can be wherever the hell they want to be. And that means that they right. can get into your room. So if you say you live in Ohio and you don't want anybody from Ohio to see you, if somebody from Ohio wants to see you, they're going to figure it out. They're going to get a VPN. They're going to be able to come see you. So What's don't a VPN? Rely. Quick. Um, oh, God. Oh, oh, on the spot. Virtual private um, network. Virtual. Yes. There you go. Um, <laughs> yes. Virtual private network. So basically, you can put you in the air. You can be wherever you want. So don't heavily rely. Just don't be like, okay, I have everything geo-blocked. It's fine. It might be fine. But if somebody wants to find you, they will. And they can do it with exactly. that. So geo-blocking is not your main Your fail-safe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, your fail-safe. Awesome. And now I will shut <laughs> No, awesome. Thank you so much, Corey, for being here. We are so glad. You, I, honestly, thank you for being here. You and Lola were just thank you unbelievable. I am so grateful for both of you for being here tonight. Thank you so much, Corey. I love you for having this show. And if anyone is listening and you want to ask questions, feel free to hit me up on Twitter. You know, who, no matter who you are, I'm Corey Siren MFC on Twitter. Send me a message. If you have questions, if you're a new sex worker, if you're an old sex worker, hit me up. I'm sure Sue wouldn't mind hearing from you. Hit us oh, up. Sure. We want to hear from you. Absolutely. Don't be scared. <laughs> That's what we're here for. Thank you, Corey. Thank you so much. We'll see you soon. Okay, guys. Again, thank you so much to my guest, Corey Siren, for being on the show tonight. Thank you, Lola Davina, for gracing us with your presence. Like I said, to have your iconic voice with us is just unreal. Um, I want you to – oh, I want to thank everybody in the chat room, too. And I also want to – I'm going to leave this with you guys. Polly Bell said something, and I think this is really, let's leave the show with this. I still have more to say, but you know what I mean. Operate smart, not scared. Don't operate from fear, guys. Anyways, um, I want to thank everybody who's in the chat room tonight. We've got Robin's here, Polly Bell's here, Paul Brunson's here, um, Lynn from Phone Sex Secrets, Corey's obviously here. Thank you so much. I know a lot of you are listening in. 
and we're going to have some re-listens later. So I'm going to give a quick shout-out to Lee and Bear in the U.K. Bear, be good. Um, Bear is a dog, by the way. Um, Jordan K. Hi, Jordan. Cheryl, who is Hushes on Twitter. Happy birthday to Chloe Parker today. Happy birthday, Chloe. And there was a missed birthday on the last show, which is Ms. Lindsay SRB. Her birthday is going to be on March the 4th. I also want to say hi to Findoms from Twitter, Siren Reina, of course, Sky Fox, Buxom B, and the Tonester, and, of course, our very own Amberly Rothfield, who should be on the elliptical or treadmill when she listens to this, so run, bitch, run. Bus Pimp also wants to shout out to all of the sex workers, fight the powers that are working too hard to shut down your rights and your voices. Thank you, Bus Pimp. And a very big congratulations goes out to Mistress Mila Von Mayhem, who was just nominated for an XBiz Cam Award in Best Fetish Cam Model. Way to go, darling. Head to the show page for this show and support her nomination. You can also find a link to Lola's book on the show page, Thriving in Sex Work, Heartfelt Advice for Staying Sane in the Sex Industry, a self-help book for sex workers, Go straight to the sex worker, the Safety for Sex Workers um, show page on In Bed with Dr. Sue. You can go click the link and get over and get her book. And I'm also going to be putting up the link to the workbook that's going to be coming out, so you can guys just go straight there. Um, are also there, so if you want to get in touch with Corey, all of Corey's links are on the website as well. And what else have we got? If you're going to be going, ooh, speaking of conventions, if you're going to be going to um, – DomCon in LA in May, we are compiling a list of the lovely ladies who are there to twist your arm or your nipple. Want to know who's attending? Just head off to InBedWithDrSue.com and click on DomCon LA 2018 in the menu. That's all you got to do. And keep checking back because the ladies are being added daily. The key, remember this, is to book early because there is only so much time available, guys, and waiting will only leave you limp and lonely. So here's just a taste of the amazing talent that's going to be at this year's convention so far. Mia Dark, Goddess Lilith, Miss Sadie Sin, Jordan Kay, Mistress Tissa, Lady Sophia, Mistress Eva, Mistress Belle Kay, Madame Marguerite, Goddess Sydney Jones, and Ma'am Lucille Ballbuster. If you're a Dom and you're attending DomCon LA, you can be featured as well. Just head to the same page on InBedWithDrSue.com at the DomCon LA 2018 tab. Fill in the form, and I'm happy to promote you as much as I can. Thank you again, my dear listeners. You are who I do this for, of course, and I am ever so grateful for each of you. Please play safe, everyone, and remember that despite trying to fit in, you will always be different, and that's good. Your only job is to find your way to happy no matter what your happy is. I love you guys. We'll see you on the next In Bed with the amazing Mia Dark, March 20th. Oh, my God, don't miss this show. It's going to be unreal. We're going to be talking giantess. We're going to be talking um, race play. We're, we, we have so much to cover. I don't even know if two hours are going to cut it. So March 20th, 10 o'clock, be here, you guys. Thanks a lot.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. Eighteen plus.